this Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and what you're about to listen to was previously recorded for a radio interview. This is Alan on WYRZ, and I have with me tonight one of the baddest men in music, Mr. George Thorogood. How are you tonight, George? Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. That's the great answer. Hey, uh, well, yeah. let's talk a little bit about your, uh, you've got a, a, a newer record out uh, that's been out for, what, two years now? Party of One? Yeah, we, we put out a single um, a, a year ago, um, a single called with uh, a couple of songs on it. Prior to that, was our last actual album was uh, Party of One on Rounder Records. Okay. How did that uh, do for you? Uh, I know that was a project you'd wanted to do for a while. Uh, was it was it different not having the rest of the guys in the band with you? Yeah, it reminded me of why I started a band to begin with. Okay. <laughs> it's not the easiest thing to sit there and do that alone. I mean, there's only one Taj Mahal and one John Hammond who can sit there and oh, Robert Johnson for 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 you know he's he's the man. You know to be able to sit there and do that and play all those songs and play them alone. Um, going project why I went for the guitar with a, with a drummer and a bass player uh, it's just it was just easier and it was uh, it was more fun um, so uh, yeah it was a uh, well I, I got but I had to stay with it because I committed to it you know I said I was gonna do this and we're gonna finish it about halfway through it, I said gee I don't know I don't like to pull this thing off um, so we stayed with it and lo and behold we got it out there Okay, and right now you're on It's the Good to Be Bad 45 Years of Rock and Roll Tour, correct? Yeah, that's what they call it. You know, every, every year they got to call it something. So, uh, you know, George Thurgood and Destroyer's Endless Rock Party. How's that? <laughs> I, I, I went over the stuff your PR lady, Lori, sent to me, and I saw that you had done over 8,000 shows, and I started putting that to the math. That's 178 shows a year average for 45 years. How do you? Yeah, that's average, but you're going to take it and consider years and years ago. Not, to, you know, we don't do that anymore. Um, you know, that was that's taking into consideration what we might have 30 years ago. Uh, where, where we don't we don't keep up that pace anymore. Nobody could. No, but that's just, that's unbelievable to think about that many shows played over the Well, I, well I, I needed the money. You needed the money, okay. Yeah, I needed the money. Everybody always needs the money. Isn't that funny how that works? Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about one of your charities that I, I know you're interested in, uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. A, what brought you into that, and uh, what do you do personally for that? Well, what brought me into it is I wanted to help. Okay. And I personally, well, I involved myself was by playing my guitar. That's a great way to do it. Um, do you know how much money you've raised while doing that over the course of the time? Yeah, of course not. I'm not an accountant. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't look at it in dollars and cents. I look at it as uh, how many people we might have made happy. And a lot. So um, that's what I take into account of. You know, I'm busy, man. I'm laying out sound. I'm George, man. You know, I'm playing the guitar. I, I got to play gear camera for your friend, right? Well, yes. Um, he's no longer with us. That was part of the story. But it was so well. We'll keep playing it anyway. He we'll loved it. He, he loved it. He's listening sparked, to it. He sparked a great friendship because I, I already had it, and that tape's 
you know, that was back in the days of tapes, you know, when you listen to them in your car and the thing went bad, you yeah. threw it out the window of your car. Um, but I went well, uh, to the CD, so. Well, Alan, how do you know he's not still listening to it? You don't know. I don't know that. He might still be listening to it. I know there he brought us very well together, and it was back in February of 1988 you played the convention center, and the person that introduced me to you uh, went, and my friend Don went, and I, we were right up, right up in the front, and had the time of our lives. Oh yeah, I remember you. Yes, yes, I thought you. Yes. Did. Oh yes. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Um, we'll talk about that. One of the the first CDs I got of yours, which was well, I should say tape or album. I had the album and the tape. Uh, was I'm Wanted, uh, which was. Probably, and it holds a place in my heart, it's probably one of my favorites. You know, I think anytime you get something first, that's always something that you remember in the back of your head. And there's just a lot of great songs on there that have always stuck with me. Um, something I've always liked. And then, you know, to go, not in any order, but then you have uh, Bad to the Bone CD, which has so many songs. Blue Highway, Nobody But Me, It's a Sin, New Biggie Chillin'. Bad to the Bone, Miss Llewellyn, I mean, just to name a few. How do you decide on, on the songs you're going, uh, these obscure songs that you pick that aren't yours, how do you pick which ones you want to do out of a, such a catalog that that you have? Well, well it's not as easy as you may think. Uh, first of all, we check it out. We get a, we take a crush on a song. We, we first say... Are the people going to like it? Are our fans going to like it? Uh, who, that's who we play for, after all. Uh, but, uh, number two, we say, well, how many other bands may have covered this song? But if someone else has done it, like a major artist, like you know the Rolling Stones or Cream or someone like that, then the song's not obscure anymore. It's been exposed. So there's no reason for us to do it. And third, is most strong thing, is can we play it? So all those things go into the go into the uh, formula of, of uh, making these songs, you know, uh, finally get on the record and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes i'm glad you liked i'm wanted because that was another one we picked and said this is, this is a really song man i don't know how the butterfield band missed this one or uh, you know something like that uh that's pretty much my pride and joy the, the tunes that we we researched and found and said this is obscure material we like we'd like people to be exposed to it so if you if you picked up on that song, then, then I'm looking at as a success. What does that song mean to you, and how many other versions have you heard that you liked of that song? I only heard one, and it was by Chuck Berry, of course. I never heard any other version. I'm sure there are, but I never heard it. We, we figured we were starting to get out of out of the clubs and getting into more concert situations, uh, bigger places, and we, we needed a different kind of lead-off song. And I think that had a great lead-off feel to it. Um, it's just, just a really groovy statement. Um, and it's something that's in our style, it was in my key. And uh, people immediately went for it, even, even before we recorded it. So we, we knew we had something there. I don't put these albums together and say, well, there's no hits on it. And I go, wait a minute, if the whole album is a hit, then we got a hit. So we put a combination of, of those tunes the entire record so the entire record sounds good and one of them sticks out more than the other uh, you know and gets 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 more attention and okay fine but generally it's never been our our uh, our MO 
Okay. Well, that makes sense. And I'll tell you, the kids today are going to get gypped by a song at a time because they're going to miss all the great songs that they didn't get when they're buying the CD or the album. You know, we're, it's just horrible what the kids are going to get today. Well, as long as they don't get leukemia, how horrible can it be? Oh, it can't be that bad. But they're going to miss That's a lot right. of good music. It can't be that bad, can it? No, it can't be that bad. Somebody's yeah. always got it worse. Um, which song do you think you're known best for between one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer, or Bad to the Bone? Um, well, obviously Bad to the Bone. I mean, I've been to people and told them who I was on an airplane, and they don't know who I am. And then I'll mention the song, and they'll say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I know you are. Well, bourbon, scotch, and beer is a close second. George, let's talk a little bit. You know, you had a little minor league uh baseball team or I should say semi-pro baseball team are you a still big baseball fan today and if you are what's your favorite team to follow semi-pro where'd you get that from uh, one of the YouTube videos I watched or said you were saying, no, 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 no. I think leagues, it was baby. I think it was Dick Clark's uh, American Band no. fan on YouTube wrong wrong big leagues baby big leagues okay I was on deck for three of Nolan Ryan's no hitters that's pretty impressive. Yeah, my nickname was Deck. Deck, okay. The Zerg is always on deck. Always on deck. Uh, my favorite, I, I, I uh, follow the New York Mets. Follow the New York Mets, okay. Yes. When did you make the move from Delaware to uh, California? A long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Um... If, if you're I was I was politely shown the door. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I want to ask you, if you're driving down, if you're in your car right now, what's George Thurl could have in his uh, CD player? I don't have a CD in my car. Okay. Um, what station is George listening to on the radio? I rarely listen to the radio when I'm driving. It's too much of a distraction. I'm terrified when I'm behind the wheel. And I don't, uh, you know, I live in L.A., so when I'm driving, I'm, uh, unless it's a real, real short drive or something, I'll put the radio on. Usually a classic rock station, just see what's going on. But I rarely listen to the radio. I, uh, um, I'm concentrating so hard on my driving that uh, I don't, I don't, I don't need any. Just distra- I, to me, that's not the time to listen to music. Yeah, you know, some people they they are, but not me. Okay, um, well, I kind of got a good answer there. How about if you're at home, who who would be somebody that you still like to listen to? Let's see, my daughter. Your daughter. Okay. How's that? That sounds great. That kind yeah, she sure does. It ties in kind of my next question, which I, I figured this probably would be part of it. When you're not playing music, um, what does George Thorogood like to do with his time? Does he have chair, I mean, hobbies that he likes to, uh, do, you, do you still play baseball? Do you golf? You know, what are you into? Is it just family? Um, and his family, that's great. It is. I mean, in, in, in life, you know, you only have so much time on the planet. And I don't know how much more time I have, so it's going to come to a shock to you when I'm not playing music. 
I try to spend as much time with my family as possible because there really isn't anything else that's really that important to me. Uh, I figure, you know, uh, every time you go out and do something, it's just less time you've spent with your daughter or whatever. And if I'm not doing that, I'll say, well, it's less time you're playing with your music. And I don't really, I don't have any hobbies, man. I don't really like to go out of the house much, you know. I, uh, I'm very, I'm very, you know, laying on the couch is my hobby. Uh, you know, I like to get myself in a horizontal position as much as possible. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're laying in a horizontal position in the house, are you watching a movie? Do you have a favorite movie that you like? You mentioned some uh, actors that you like. Is there a is there a special movie that you like? Something that will always catch your attention? Or well, I got a few, but uh, you know, I sometimes I just lay up and don't put on the TV. You know, I don't just 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 be. You know, just. You know, flick around and yeah, it can catch my attention at any time. And one day it might be the Shawshank Redemption, and the next day it might be King Kong, and the next day it might be the Professionals, or hopefully the next day it will be nothing. I'll just say I don't, I don't need a movie right now. I'll just, I'll just chill. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Um, I did a little research here from what Lori sent me, and it said you had six gold albums and two platinum albums. Uh, which of those was your biggest seller? Oh, I wouldn't know that either. You wouldn't know that yeah, either? Okay. Nah, I'm not a count. I don't, uh, you know, I don't, you know, man, I'm laying out sound, dig, man. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with groovy people playing my guitar. I got no time to find out how many of them, who I am or what I am or how many records I've sold, you know. Maybe I'll do that someday, you know, if they, you know, God forbid if I retire so much. I say, hey, man, how many records have I sold? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, retire. Yeah, yeah, it's time to go. When you bring up that word, that's when it's time to get off the air. Listen, Alan, rock and roll never sleeps. Just passes out. Just passes out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bye. Go ahead and tell me a little story here. I saw it in one of the things that, you know, it might be interesting for our fans here that might have not seen the YouTube videos. But <laughs> you want me to do what? Wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. What do you want me to do? Tell us about your 50 shows in 50 states in 50 days in 1981. Tell us a little bit about that tour. That's I can tell you I can tell you very little about it. You're not gonna believe this, but we did fifty one dates in fifty days. We did a doubleheader in Washington DC and Baltimore. Oh wow. That's crazy. What's crazy about it? Hey, hey listen man, listen, if you can't play in a rock band and go out and play fifty days in a row and get paid for it, you got problems, my friend. <laughs> well, I don't play in a rock and roll band, but uh I'm you would like to, though. Oh, everybody wants to play in a rock and roll band. Absolutely. That's my point. You got the best job in the world. There you go. That's a hard way to make an easy living. It's not easy, but it is a good job. Right? Anybody who thinks it's easy is somebody who doesn't do what I do. Well, I was kind of stealing a line from the Bellamy Brothers. Let's talk a little bit more. Let's play a couple more songs here before I, before I play them. Uh, your uh, CD haircut... Yeah, there's a little comic book section inside there. Was that your idea, and did you draw no. it up? Or, okay. No, it was not. That was not your idea. No. Uh, let's go ahead and play uh, Get a Haircut. We're back with George Thorogood. That was on his haircut, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Uh, highly recommend my uh, listeners go out and purchase that if they don't already have it. George, I'm sitting here looking at it. You know, i got a collection of your stuff around here, and I've seen you a few times in concert, and... Uh, one of the most impressive things I think that you do is just the, it's just live, it's raw, it's powerful. 
people get into it, you're into it, the band's into it, and how do you keep a band together as long as you've kept them together? I think that's... I, 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 have, uh, I have respect for my band, my band members. That is incredible. Most people don't keep, keep their band around that long. Well, if you respect them, you do. Well, there must be a lot of disrespect, I think, out there somewhere in the world for other people. But well, you know how you, know how you respect their your band members. How's that? You pay them good. I pay them well. You pay them well. That's the reason they stick around. Loyalty is based on finance, my friend. <laughs> it's a sad world, but it's true. That's what makes the world go round and round. Well, I just play by the rules. Um, I saw you're getting ready in, uh, I think it's January, you're going to be going down to uh, New Zealand and to Australia to be uh, performing down there on a tour. Is there any place, uh, whether it be a country, uh, a city, a state, uh, a concert hall that you haven't played that you would like to play? I don't know. If that, I don't, there could be some out there I don't even know exist. I mean, we did Royal Albert Hall in London. How's that? That's pretty impressive. Thank you. Very impressive. You have a very impressive career. Uh, I've always liked Rounder Records. Um, looks like they once upon a time gave you some liberty to uh, just express yourself, which I think is what got your ball rolling. Um, out of all your songs, and I, and I know they're all probably like children, but what is your favorite song to perform on stage? All of them. All of them. Okay. That's a good answer. One more question before I let you off here. What should your fans expect to uh, see when they show up in Nashville, Indiana? This is a brand new theater you're going to be playing at. Uh, what do you want to tell the fans that are listening? What, what should they expect? What should they expect? The greatest rock show they ever saw. Of I course. agree. I agree. Why would, why would you hire me? Because you're the best. You're the greatest. There you go. You're the greatest. And what would I tell them? Um, obey the speed limit and wear your safety belt when you come to the show and on the way home. All right. That's perfect. Well, George, thank you for your time. Thanks for uh, letting us do this interview here. And uh, I look forward to seeing you down in Nashville. Um, if you want to tell the fans, sign off. Yeah. Rock and roll never sleeps. It just passes out. This is Alan Kiger, and I hope you've enjoyed the interview on Sights and Sounds. The music that frames this podcast is the original music of Paul Myrie.